0: Oh my goodness! Oof. We got a good one today. Uh, I'm so excited for this because, so I I, I actually met Katie uh, through Sue, who is this amazing coach, and she was like, "You have to talk to Katie." Uh, and and as I mean, I've just been talking to Katie for a few minutes right beforehand, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I mean, the things that that we're gonna be covering today, and really like being able to learn from from someone like Katie is so important because. She's been in the industry for five years. She's a trainer and online health and fitness coach. She works with physique development, which is one of the best uh, coaching companies out there for nutrition, especially if you want to do any kind of physique uh, transformations or physique uh, competitions. And so she's already been experienced with not only helping people do that, but she's done it herself. She has three MPC figure shows. She's spent uh, the last five years learning all of the different ways you can help others reach their health and wellness goals. Um, she's from South Bend, Indiana. And most importantly, we've already gotten to talk about this a little bit. Uh, but she has an almost two year old pup named Odin. His birthday is in July. My dog just had his birthday. So like, we're basically, you know, our dogs are best friends just is haven't met yet. Um, Katie, thank you so much for joining me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for having me. Thanks for that intro. It was lovely. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> so talk to me a little bit about about this journey. So it's been 5 years, but obviously like um most people don't pick up a weight the first day that they become a trainer, right? So there must have been, you know, leading up to becoming a trainer and then as you were becoming a trainer like quite a quite an experience and quite a journey. Like talk talk me through that a little bit.
1: All right, cool. So let's see where do I start? So 5 years ago I graduated high school. Um, in 2014 so I played sports all my life Um, I always was doing that sort of thing and at one point I couldn't play sports anymore so you kind of have that like identity crisis for a second you're like well now that I can't play sports because I had this really bad concussion so it wasn't my choice um, and then you don't really know where to turn or what to do after that so I kind of was like all right well cool I'm gonna get a gym membership We're going to figure this thing out. So that's kind of where it all started. Um, I started just going to the gym a lot, doing the basic like 45 minutes on the elliptical. I'll just lift some random stuff. I don't really know what I'm doing. Um, Kind of seeing some progress. And from then on, I mean, it was just history. So from there, I met everyone at the gym. I did my first show uh, in like 2016 when I probably shouldn't have just because I just should have known a little bit more, but I was like, everyone was telling me like, oh, you should compete, you should compete. I'm like, all right, cool, let's do it then. Um, (laughs) So I did, (laughs) I did all right. I mean, I got second and then I did another show. I was like, this is cool, we're doing it again. And then I got first and I was like, oh, this is great. Like, I'm so shredded. And I was definitely like way smaller. Looking back, I was like, who let me get on stage? But that's okay. Um, And from then on, I was just, in the gym all the time after that i started working at um, some supplement stores that were local that's where i really started to make that like impact on people i guess you could say where i was like this is great like i'm helping so many people um i'm like helping them like change their lives essentially and it just felt so good to be building those connections and then the years of there it was like two or three years and I was like I should be a trainer and everyone like encouraged me to do that so I got certified I took all the courses I took the nutrition course as well um, and then I switched from a supplement store actually the same GM who worked at the supplement store ended up working at um, some local gyms and he was like hey I got a job for you and I was like oh my god this is great like now I get to work in yeah. a gym this is so cool Um, So I was a manager at a gym and then I ended up becoming a trainer there. And this, the rest is just history after that. I mean, I was training everyone, building relationships. I was like, this is great. Like, I love helping everyone. My friends, they're freaking crushing it. Um, And then eventually I started slowly like helping people online for free. So I was like, this would be so cool if I could reach more people. And I would just have like some good friends be like, hey, let me, Help you with your goals. Um, Well, I'll teach you how to track a little bit of macros. I'll teach you, like, how to balance everything as long as you, like, do my hair. Like, we would trade services sometimes, and I would just build that clientele to have some side-by-sides to show people what I can do. Um, And then getting to the physique development part, I was like, you know what? I should compete again. (laughs) It's been, like, three years And I had followed Alex and physique development for a long time. And I had a few friends who had worked with Alex. I inquired, um, he helped me through my last show prep, we crushed it together again. And he was like, yo, we're gonna bring on some assistant coaches soon. And we're thinking of you like, how do you feel? And I was like, Oh, my gosh, like, that would be so cool. I'm trying to do online and I get to learn from you and Sue and Austin. It's gonna be great. And I was so excited. And then here we are.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. And and I think like the one the the interesting thing to me too is like you brought up the word relationship in every part of that journey, too. It was like yeah. you went to the gym for the first time and were like the relationships were kind of what uh what got me into it. And then, you know, going from the supplement store to personal training where like I built all of these relationships. And it was the relationship even with Alex that helped you become uh, a coach at team physique development, which is a pretty big deal. And and I think like that's an interesting thing where uh, for us as coaches, I like, I've been thinking about it a lot where I think people argue so much just about like uh, the the minutia, right? Like,
1: Yes, you know
0: whether or not you should be cycling carbs and like I don't know like people people like to like drag their feet and and get into these arguments about stuff that doesn't matter and like every single person that that has found any success with clients and with coaches or or, you know and within their own business and and networking and stuff like that like it it just starts with that relationship and I think that's so huge like talk to me about because the hard part is when you're working with people in person, there's a very clear relationship, right? Like it's very easy. There's body language. There's the tone of their voice. You're communicating with them in this like very. It's like what we naturally do, right? Like it's very right. easy to to build a relationship. Talk to me about how that transition was for you from you know going with the the in person to online and and building relationships with your clients, but also like. Now that you've had some experience, a lot of experience, like what do you do to really help build up, um, for lack of a better way to say, like that that a little bit more like of that relationship, even though it's it's through the internet, right? Like you're you're not standing there in person and seeing them talk with their hands like I do. Like uh, what do you what yeah, do exactly. you do to help build that relationship? It's hard.
1: Yeah. So that was definitely. Um one of my hardest things, honestly. So, like you said, being in person, you can kind of see their reaction to things. Um, like if I would be like, "All right, we're gonna end with like four sets of walking lunges," and they're like, "Oh, dang it!" and they're like moping, and they're mm-hmm. but they do it anyway. But like it's fine. It's kind of funny, like that sort of thing, or you know, like their like attitude and mannerisms, and you can tell like how they're feeling and stuff like that. But like you said, you don't have that when you're online. So you, I think what has really helped me learn how to make them feel more like close to me is what we do with our check-in responses, our voice memos. Um, And I think that is really important because they can hear my voice, my enthusiasm, and like my sense of like care coming across. And then I also use that time to like tell them why we're doing what we're doing or if they had a stressful week, I use that time to like show that like I feel for them and things like that so I think that is truly key as well as I also give my clients my personal number um and I think this has really helped because I'll say like hey if you had a rough week or if you need anything or like I'm here for you just like shoot me a text and we can talk and I definitely have some clients that do that and it's not I haven't had any issues with boundary setting or anyone really overstepping that like they're not like texting me all day every day which is great um I haven't quite figured out how I did manage to set that boundary but I'm glad that like we but they also know that like if they're struggling with something that day or if yesterday was weird and they need a little like pick me up then um they know that like they can just shoot me a text like hey this was really hard for me or hey like I'm just really struggling with this. And I will just send like a few texts back and forth. And I think that really helps as well. Just being able to make that transition, like even though they're not in person, they might be like across the country in some uh, cases, but at least like they know that like, I still care and they're like still important to me and I'm willing to help in every way I can besides just adjusting their macros every week.
0: Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And I think like that's an, that's an interesting thing. Like um, there's this, I, I, I'll send it to you guys. I'll put it in the show notes too, but like, there's this really cool article by, um, by this guy, John Kylie, And he talks about how, uh, it's like confronting inconvenient truth. Um, and it's about periodization and like talking about how, like, look, you know, you can prove that any, any form of periodization within reason, like, except for just some random stuff that like has never been studied. Um, like, like it's always going to show a positive result as long as like it's done consistently. And most importantly, like that starts with there being a, a foundation of a relationship and, and trust um, between the the coach and, and the athlete. And I think that was like a huge takeaway for me. And, and I can see how for you, it's like, yeah, you work on the macros and, and you work on, you know, different parts, like pieces to the puzzle, but without a relationship, like you can't really... You can't really get them to do it or they can't be bought in at least, you know, um, what, what, what for you is like the reasoning behind that? Like, did you ever try not doing that? And then all of a sudden, you know, you're in this position, you're like, oh crap. You know, uh, my, my clients are just like not consistent. Like, do I need to open up a little bit? Like, what, what was that journey? Like, like, did you ever, like, did you stumble along the way or was it just, that was step one?
1: No, yeah, definitely stumbled a little bit, so back in before uh, when I was kind of taking people on on my own to gain experience and like some people for free and stuff like that, I definitely learned I mean, I learned how that like, hey, I had a few clients that come to mind right now that I wouldn't really talk probably like two years ago, I just assumed that like hey, they have their stuff, they don't need me, I'll hear how it went on Saturday, and like they just would not adhere to like the plan, and I knew like one of them was like planning for a wedding. So I knew she was stressed and like stuff like that. And another one had like other stuff going on that she would mention in our check-in and I would definitely like bring up and tell her things and like support her the best ways that I could. But I never was like, Hey, if you need me, like I am here. Like I never made that clear. So maybe looking back, I might've made them feel like, Oh, like she's only here to help me like lose weight or she's only here to help me like reverse diet. So I definitely like stumbled against it. And once I like caught on that I was doing that, I was like, I am not being like fully present for them, like Mm -hmm. in other ways that they need me besides in the gym and besides with their nutrition, like, but it comes the nutrition if they want to make full changes. And I think that was just something, like I said, I kind of just stumbled upon and I learned as I went and I'm so thankful that I did. Um, so yeah I mean it's definitely something that I had to learn into though
0: oh yeah i mean i i, I think in my own experience, I remember I, i've done that so many times where i've 've literally just been like, all right cool like i I gave you the plan, like I did right. what I thought my job was, and then over time, I think and it was great that you did it for free because like then. I think there's a little bit more of like I'm making these mistakes, but it's a little bit more okay because I'm not right, like exactly. it's not unethical. I'm not just taking money and doing a bad job. Right. Um,
1: like yeah. maybe,
0: maybe maybe like the the hairdresser that you were working with is gonna like mess your hair up a little bit, or like right. <laughs>
1: geez.
0: she's gonna she's gonna like dye your hair like, like you know green or something. Like, <laughs> You're gonna know, look like the Joker, and she's like, oh, sorry. Yeah, um, <laughs>
1: like, i like, can't ask about my boyfriend problems. Here's green hair. Good luck. am like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: yeah I, think, I think outside of that potential outcome, um, that's definitely the right way to do it. What was your thought? Like, why did you even start doing it for free? Because so many people come in and they're like, day one, I've never done this before. Uh, I'm going to sell high ticket. And you're like, ooh, um, you should <laughs> see if you're good at it.
1: And, right. and then, and then
0: maybe so like low ticket and then medium ticket and then high ticket when you can provide a high ticket service. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. So actually funny story, kind of when I was working at that gym, um, I technically wasn't allowed to do any online services while working for them. So I knew that eventually I wanted to provide online services for people. So with my on. My uh, in-person clients through the gym, they just kind of made it very clear, like, hey, you cannot do this on your own. Like, we want a cut of it if you do. And that's totally cool. I get it. Business is business. So I was like, all right, fine. Well, I really want to learn to do this. I'm doing it for free then. So <laughs> I had like some close friends, some super close friends who would like ask for help. And I'm like, you know what? I've got you. Like, let's just do this. You shout me out on your Instagram. You tell everyone that I helped you. I'll help you for free. Like, that's kind of how, how it worked. And I mean, I'm thankful it came about that way. At the time I was like, this is stupid. Like I should be able to do whatever I want. But looking back, I'm like, no, like that was definitely a good thing. And it was definitely a learning period for me. So I'm thankful that I did that because like you said, I mean, I learned so much through those first, like being like good friends or a few of them, like I did kind of know already but it still just taught me a lot about how to manage the coaching relationship as well as kind of like an in-person relationship when you do know them. It's like, how do I transition this and like kind of separate it be like, okay, now I'm your coach, but I'm also like still like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, <laughs> I'm still like associated with you in a bunch of other ways. But like, there's that fine line, like, I'm here for you. I'm helping you. This is kind of like business but we also can have that other relationship as well. So I think that also helped me learn a lot.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and talk to me a little bit about like, for you, you know, uh, I would assume that I mean, you've, you've made a few very interesting jumps. And you kind of just alluded to to one of them and, and touched on them as you're kind of going through that journey. But like, you, you had this experience where you're like, okay, you know, I'm working at a supplement store, right? And that's a, that's a pretty secure job. Like there's, yeah. I'm guessing like a, you know, consistent hours. Like I go in from this time to this time and then you go and you manage a gym and that's still pretty consistent. But then you transition yeah. to being a coach, which is like, hey, you have to go get <laughs> your clients and however many sessions you train equals how much money you make. Uh, yeah. And then you yeah. made another jump, which is even like, honestly, like for me, at least it was an even bigger jump to go okay, so you're training this many sessions in person. Uh, now you're going to go online. And it's completely different ballgame. Not, it's not easy to price. It's not like, oh, this is an hour of my time. I charge you whatever my hourly rate is. Like, right. Now you're going online and the communication is different. The pricing is different. The way that you work with people is different talk me through those jumps. And like, what was it like? Like, what was going through your head? Were you nervous? Were you scared? And, and I'm, I'm like, so interested, because I've, I've made some of those jumps, too. And I know, for me, it was like a transformative moment in a lot of ways. Um, I, I want to hear more.
1: Yes. Okay, I want to hear more. Uh. <laughs> Well, geez. Okay. So looking back, I mean, I never really thought that far into it. I was like, well, this is what I got to do. This is what I got to do. So it's kind of nice that you bring that up. It forces me to like, sit and process a little bit. Um, so I mean, from going like managing the gym and the supplement store, like you said, I mean, those were stable. I had like a flat, I mean, pay, I knew what I was doing. I knew when I was there. Um, but then when I, while I was actually managing the gym, I started training in addition to that. So I knew I wanted to train more, but I also was like, well, this is, like you said, this is secure. Like this pays my bills. I know what I'm going to get each paycheck sort of thing. So I would honestly like work my eight to four shift. And then I would train at like 5.30, 6.30 AM, do my fasted cardio shower, clock in to manage. And I would have clients from like four to seven. And like, that was probably my day, like four days out of the week. So then I was like, I am running myself into the ground. Like I almost like don't even want to like lift anymore because I'm here all the time. I'm so tired. Um, but with that, and then I was like, but I love my clients and I love like all these people I'm helping. And I knew that I just wanted to like just train. So eventually, yeah, I mean, I made the jump to just training. It was probably only like a year or so ago, if that. And it was honestly, super rough at the beginning, just cause I'm a very like, I like stability. So not having that stability of that income was something that was really hard for me to adjust. Um, I knew it was coming and I was telling myself, I was like, all right, you're going to make less, but it'll be worth it. You're going to make less, but it'll be worth it. Um, but it was still like something that I had to really like work hard on to not get down on myself about because I was making less, but like meeting my clients and hanging out with them every day, just once again, remind me, like, I love this, like, I love the, my people that I'm working with, and everything like that. And building those relationships and seeing them just like was honestly enough for me. And thankfully, like, my boyfriend was able to, like, help on the financial end and make sure that, like, he was supportive. And he was, like, telling me, like, this is okay, this is what you want to do. Like, I'm proud of you, stick with it, stick with it. So having those relationships with my clients, and then his support made it a lot easier. And then going from the clients that I had in person, and then starting online was something that I was just like, even more excited for, but also still super nervous for because I mean, I had no idea. So now I'm training a little bit in person. And I'm doing some online client stuff. And I'm still just like, I got to like, I got to post on Instagram, I got to do this, I got to do this, but really just And just like making sure, like we already talked about that, like they trusted me, those relationships that I could make in person, being able to transition that same care to my clients online was something that obviously I learned and was super huge in playing the role to getting online clients and having them stay with me. So that way, um, as it grows and I continue on, eventually I can do like just online. Um, So, yeah, it's definitely been a learning learning process for sure um but yeah
0: (laughs) yeah I I love that and I think like there's uh there's this like very interesting moment to me where it's like um it's like the hero's journey right and it's like every movie (laughs) and every book kind of follows that where there's like this call to adventure like you know uh like Daniel San and uh and the karate kid gets beat up and then like he walks by the Cobra Kai school and he like kind of wants to do it, but he knows that he can't go because right, boys are there, yes. right? And like, and I think like the interesting thing for me is like, there's always going to be people where in that moment they they have the choice. They're like, like you said, I knew that I I love stability. I loved having like the consistent paycheck of managing the gym and doing the training as a side thing. It was nice. It was supplemental, but. I knew that there was going to be this moment where I was going to be making less and it was going to be a little bit harder. And like, uh, it sounds like for you, like the thing that really helped you get past that was just knowing like, yes, it's going to be hard. It's, it's not going to be easy, but like focus on the things that make it worth it. Right. Like focus exactly. on the things that I really care about, like the reasons why I'm doing it, my clients and, and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, exactly. uh, that that's amazing. And also having that support system, like you had the support system of your boyfriend, you had the support system of your clients. And now that the support system of working with um, like Alex and Sue and, and Austin uh, exactly. to really like keep driving in the right direction. And I think that's amazing. And, and talk to me a little bit about like what the learning experience like was like for you as a client with team physique development, because I can imagine that like, to me, like when I'm coached by someone, I'm, I take it in a very different way. I'm like thinking about why are we doing what we're doing? How did do they get me to do that? Like my powerlifting coach, I interviewed him on here and I'm like, dude, I don't know how you got me to do this, but like I got way stronger. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's cool. Like you get to learn at like such a deep level. Um, what was that like? Cause that must've been so cool.
1: Yeah. So um, I was thinking about this a few days ago, but so working with Alex obviously was Amazing. Um, when I first started working with him, he just did things in such. Obviously, there are um, three very, very intelligent individuals, and I was so used to not working with like I was just working used to working with like the average gym goer. So seeing like what Alex and I started doing, that was like more advanced in a way because for one, I'm already I'm competing for like a show, so it's a little different than the average gym goer in that sense. But being able to learn, like, the programming ways that um, he used and posterior, anterior sessions that, like, I would never necessarily use on my clients that I trained in person. But I remember, like, one of our first check-ins, and he sent me a programming that was based like that. And I remember, like, asking him, like, hey, why are we doing this? And, like, that was kind of it. And he just explained it all. And, like, I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. That makes sense. Um, and just learning how like my body was working. Like it was just like, it's, we're still obviously working together and it's still like, we're learning things as we go that like, I think maybe, yeah, I could do it myself, but not in the same degree as like, he pulls things out of like, why is my body responding this way? So like having like him to be like, I don't know, I think it might be this, but it might be this too. And then he'll be like, well, how's this? Or like, how's your stress and stuff like that. So it's definitely been like huge. I have learned so, so much um, in so many different ways, just working with him as a client. And definitely one thing that I take away and use even more with my clients is how he would like respond to me in a good way or how he would like explain things in depth or like explain why we're doing things or, and he would also have that like personal touch onto like my check-in responses or when we did talk he would just like check on me as a person and like as a human so I think that like a year or so ago when we first started was when it really clicked for me like how to build those relationships online like over email essentially in the same way that like I could try to build them um, as I could with the people in person because he definitely made Not only from like the training point, not only from the nutrition standpoint, not only from just like wanting me to like win and push myself and work hard, but he also like made a point to be like, all right, well, I hope you're doing good. I hope work gets better. Blah blah blah. So like those are just huge, huge things that I was able to take away from the physique development staff.
0: Yeah, that's I love that, and I and I think like that's an interesting thing for a lot of people where uh, people get so focused on. Like when they think of a check-in, they think of like, how is weight progressing? How is, um, you know, like your physique pro- uh, progressing or, you know, right. whatever. Like they think of like, what are the outcomes that the program is designed for? Um, and they get they get way too obsessed with that when like the reality is like, I'm sure, like, like you were even touching on it, I'm sure that when you would, you know, respond and you're like, Oh, like things are going good, but like, uh, you know, let's say you're preparing for a show and you're like, Oh, like my weight. And like, I haven't gotten quite as lean as I was expecting at this point. Like, you know, what, why do you think that's happening? And then he can then respond and be like, yeah, like how your work has been stressful. Like, you know, or ask those the, the right questions that have nothing to do with like, did you hit your carbs this week right. or, you know, did you do all four sets of, uh, front squats you know what I mean? It was like, yeah. Oh, like what are the <laughs> other elements? And, and like, that's where things get so important and so interesting. And, uh, I, I'm interested to hear like for, for you. So like, you're, you're kind of like, as you're doing all of this stuff, like you're almost using it to you're learning, you're growing, you're becoming a better, uh, physique athlete. You're becoming a better coach. But from the sound of it too, though, it almost feels like you were like coming into yourself and you were like, like, really saying, okay, like, I'm, I'm gonna continue to do this thing that, like, I have this burning desire to help people. Um, But I'm also going to learn more about just who I am, right? Like, like, as you're learning, oh, like, yeah, when I'm super stressed out, like, things don't happen uh in the ways that I wanted them to, like, maybe I need to manage my stress a little bit better, or like, you know, right. prioritize sleep or whatever, like, like, you're, you're really, like, understanding yourself and, like, making these, even career decisions that really help you, uh, feel like your, your, your actions are aligned with who you are as a person. And I think that's amazing. Um, what is, has what that kind of been like? Like, have you, have you had moments where you're like, wow, I'm like, I'm acting in a way that I feel like is, is me or like looking back while wow, I was acting in a way that I feel like I was trying to be someone that I thought people wanted me to be. Yes. Um, what were those moments? We've all been there for sure. Yeah,
1: exactly. I'm laughing because like still some days I'm like, I cannot believe like I really just like was like, nope, not managing gym. I'm going to do it. Like I still just can't believe I did that some days. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So I would say like those moments that I've definitely had. I mean, so over the course, I don't know, like the last few years um, before I started working with Alex as a client, I definitely – Um, was super into fitness obviously but I wasn't like not that I wasn't serious because I was but I definitely just like was also doing just like dumb stuff like I mean I would like drink all the time for no reason I mean just I don't know looking back I was like yeah it was fine but also like why was I doing that I don't know and like now like I'm like I don't even have that really desire anymore because I feel like I just have like so many other things that are like good or so many other things that I want to like focus on. Whereas that, uh, I don't know, it's just weird looking back, like making that transition that I'm definitely glad that I grew out of. And that made me focus on other things that I like really was passionate about instead. And it's almost like, like you said, like I grew out of that. Like everyone, I guess kind of has that stage when they're younger and thankfully like, Mine wasn't very long, but that was definitely something I was. I'm like super, super. It's super like cliche to say, like, oh, drinking a lot. I grew out of that. And now look at me. But like, it's just true. Like, a lot of people make that transition into realizing, like, hey, this is not serving me. This is not like helping me create like the, my best self. And why am I doing it? And like, that was kind of not a hard transition, but definitely was a transition. And then I still have those moments where I'm kind of like not doubting, but also like, oh, maybe I should just like go like train at the gym and just dial back a little bit or, oh, maybe I should just like go get like a full time job just because like, I don't know, I don't know. So there's definitely still some days where it's like, not self doubt fully, but I just like question myself every now and then. And that's honestly where the support system comes in. Like not every day is perfect as for everyone, but having people who literally support me so much and just believe in me so much and having clients who like lean on me and things like that just makes it all like worth it and always like brings me back to like why I'm doing what I'm doing or just like why I'm like helping the people that I'm helping and why I want to keep continue learning everything that I can learn to make everyone else like succeed as well. So it's definitely been like up and down, up and down, but so far so good. And it's really worth it. And just having other people to lean on just is super crucial.
0: Absolutely. And, and for you, like it's, it's interesting because I mean, there's so many people that, that want that stability and that want that stuff. And so there's always going to be that, that battle, right? Even you know even if like you uh you're super successful with online and uh you're in this amazing spot and you're like I drive a Bentley and a Rolls-Royce and fly in a helicopter like there's still going <laughs> to be moments where like but like there's still pressure right like you still right. feel that pressure in and like uh and I think like the one thing even from my my own experience like when I own a gym like there were times where I like would be so stressed like there was a almost like 6 months where I like I had the worst acid reflux. I, I couldn't drink like beer. I couldn't have anything that was like like pizza, like anything with like like any any semi-acidic food. Like I'd eat like super bland food because I like got the worst oh, acid reflux. I got. And it, it was awful, but like the crazy thing for me was like, it was just stress. It was like such a high level of like pressure and stress. It was basically like I opened a gym at 21 years old and then realized, uh, oh my, like after a year, I was like, oh my God, I own a gym and I'm only, I was 22 at that point. I was like, I'm so young. I have no idea what I'm doing. I've only been a trader for like three years.
1: (laughs) No Uh, idea. And it's like
0: starting to do well, but like I have no idea what I'm doing. I do have no idea how to run a business. And like, (laughs) it was terrifying, right? And like, uh, and I think like that's, that's the moment that I, I, I really should have earlier than that started to use my support system started to ask people questions not have to feel like i had to know everything um and instead like it wasn't until i like talked to my now fiance and was like i can't eat food like i i like can't drink our mimosas on sunday like we usually do i don't know what's going on and uh and and it it was an interesting thing. Cause as I talked through it, like I went to the doctor and then I got like Nexium and I was better the next day. And I was like, this is so stupid. Like, why did I not just do that? And, right. uh, and, and I think like what you've done to build that has made that transition from, from like, uh, the, the safe stuff to the stuff that's a little bit more challenging, a little bit scarier, um, a, a whole lot easier. I, I'm interested though. Like how, how do you do that for your clients? Cause obviously like there are people where they come in and like, they've never, they've never really done certain things. Like they're, you know, maybe not seeing results. So they come to you, like, how, how do you help support them in that way? Because like I said, you have people that lean on you, right? It's like you, you yeah. draw your purpose from, you know, really the support system that you have, but also being a support system for other people. Um, like, how do you do that? Cause that's, that's not an easy thing, right? Especially online. Uh, It's definitely not easy.
1: Yeah. Um, So that was definitely something that I also like was able to learn more like from Alex and Sue and Austin because I had that question, I think it was a couple months back or when this whole pandemic um, started. I was really, really taking on the emotions of my clients um, and I was just a huge, huge not really a huge wreck, but I just like felt for everyone. Like I wanted to just make everyone's life easier. Like, and like, I mean, everything has changed for everyone, but I particularly was like so worried about them and being able to like just express that I did care, but also know like how to make sure I took care of myself was huge Um, but being able to be there for them like I it goes back to like hey if you need something or if you need to just talk if you need to just vet like let's figure this out like let's text like we can even hop on a call if you need to Um, and particularly I have quite not quite a few but I have a handful of clients right now who really have never tracked macros before or who are like kind of scared to go to the gym so on our first initial phone call, like I explained to them like what steps we're going to take and how we're not just gonna be able to jump right into everything. We're gonna take like this step to start using my fitness pal. We're just gonna focus on calories and then we're just gonna do like protein or we're just gonna take those steps until we're fully comfortable, we're fully accurate before we can like just dig into everything at once. Or like going back to the gym I had when gyms were open anyway. Um, one client who was like, I'm just not really ready to go to the gym. So we started off with like an at-home workout program for her and we made it work. And then we focused on like learning the movements that she would need to learn. We focused on like form and tempo and dialing in on all that kind of stuff. And then slowly introducing her to macros to where now, like she's crushing it and it makes me so happy. And when gyms do open, like she's excited to go back to the gym where she hasn't like really been in so so long and also she knows that like during the week she's also someone who does text me and she'll be like hey yesterday was really rough I'm excited for today I'm texting you this picture of my meals because it holds me accountable and I know like you'll be proud of me like that sort of thing so building that relationship with her and just all of my clients knowing like these are steps like it's not all gonna happen overnight it's not just like we're. I'm not just gonna give you your macros and send you on your way and hope for the best. Like we're in this together. I've got you like, if you need anything, let me know once again. And that's kind of just, I think what has created uh, the clients that I'm thinking of just longevity. I think they'll be around for a while. Like they're pretty, they're in really good spots right now and they've learned a lot, but taking those baby steps and making things clear and cut and building our relationships as we gone has definitely, I think paid Huge, huge positives for them.
0: I, I love that. And I think like that's where um, like one, one thing that you mentioned working with Alex was helpful for this, but I think like a lot of times people, people think of like, <laughs> they're like, oh, uh, I've heard that it's good if I educate my clients. And so like, then they start going to like the Krebs cycle and like all of this, yes. crazy, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, no, 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 no. Like, like I'm no. educating you less on like the anatomy and physiology of what's going on and more on like the the strategy and the process right. like this is this is strategically what we're going to do we're going to work on just hitting calories and we're going to add protein and we're going to you know just do body weight and like really be like we're going to find like the easiest stuff for you to do consistently and then we're just going to like layer on top of that and okay. like letting exactly. them know like that there's a that there's a purpose behind what you're doing right um, exactly. how did, how did Alex do that for you? Like, cause you said he, he was great with educating, but I would assume that he didn't like send over six textbooks and five studies and say like, this <laughs> right. is why, and like, didn't, didn't give any context. Right. Like maybe he sent over a study if he was really feeling <laughs> spicy, uh, but I would assume he probably, he probably sent over like very much so like, this is at like a, a fairly high level, um, in your situation what is likely going on and, and stuff like that like like how 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 do you communicate that education and, and what have you learned from like Alex and in, in working with team physique development Because so I think that's that if you can do it right people trust you and they they're so much more bought in because they're like okay I know why I'm just doing calories I know why right. um, I'm doing the body weight workout you know what I mean like that's the biggest stuff um, I, 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 I would love to hear more
1: okay cool Um, yeah, so definitely working with Alex, I mean, he was able to educate me on the things like, okay, so going back to I mean, I knew kind of, okay, not kind of like I knew how to work out. I knew like what movements were what I knew how to track macros. I knew why we were for the most part, like why we were just doing like certain foods and why my calorie intake was the way it was. But when there was that question, like, he communicated it in a way to me where, I was able to learn because he would give me, like, the deeper insight because I asked for it, obviously. But he also made it understandable as in, like, I could take it and, like, actually, like, use it and relate it to myself. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. That makes sense. It wasn't always just, like, the deep anatomy or scientific stuff, which it was sometimes because... He's just an intelligent human and that's just what happens. Mm-hmm. But he also was just really good about communicating it in a way so that, like I said, I could understand or I could process it a little easier and things like that. And that's definitely something that I do with uh, my clients because if someone's just coming into me, and they haven't like worked out of the gym, they're not going to know like insertion points of the muscles and things like that. So I'm not going to tell like, okay, I'll tell them, but I'm not going to like use that as the only explanation of why we're doing like a lap pull down with a different grip or something like that. Um, I'll just give them like the go around and tell them like what they should be focusing on, like what they should feel while they're doing it, um, what they should like, if there's a hold or something like that. And the same thing, goes back to like food wise and stuff like that too. I'll give them like we talked about at the beginning, their calories and I'll explain like why their calories are the way they are. um, And how I got to that point. So they understand like, I'm not just like guessing and checking like, here we go. Um, But it's also just in a way that like is easier for them to understand. So that in the future, if they ever do have to like do it themselves, they'll be like, okay, well over the years or the year that I started working with Katie, she said like, do this and this to figure out where my calories were and then start there and adjust from there.
0: I love that. Uh, and, and that's like, I feel like when you can do that, right. It, it, it just allows, um, it creates more trust. And and like you said, like, like there are going to be, I mean, I remember when I was working in Boston, like, you know, we would have a lot, there's a lot of like biotech and like medical stuff in the area. And so like sometimes you would have people and like they would they would be like you probably were with Alex and you were like, uh, okay, but like I wanna know about the Krebs cycle. You know what I mean? Like exactly. they'd be like, all right, yeah. I I understand that I understand the deep the like you know high level reasoning, but like I want to go deeper. And so it's good to have the backup of the knowledge, but also be able to like right. digest it and really show like the strategy. And then also like the reasoning behind the strategy. Like this is why the strategy exactly. is so effective if you need it, you know?
1: Right. Um, yeah. It's like I have it in my back pocket if I have to. And definitely <laughs> with some clients, like they know their stuff. So we can have those like, you could almost say like higher level, like in-depth conversations about why we're doing what we're doing. But there's also other clients who are just like, okay, cool. That makes sense. And like they get mm-hmm. it. They know why they're doing what they're doing. And they don't want like a textbook definition about it. And that's totally mm-hmm. fine too.
0: Yeah, exactly. I love that. Uh, and then, and then I know we're, we're coming up on time. So I always like to ask the last question, uh, and it's always a hard one and I apologize ahead of time.
1: Um,
0: but I always like to ask like, what, what's been the biggest surprise for you right through this, this journey of, of kind of growing into yourself and and not just, you know, selling for what's safe and and building these important relationships and, and building this trust and, Going from in person to online, like there's so many uh, things that I think are so relatable for myself as a coach, for for every coach. Um, What have you kind of learned from that that was just surprising? Like, wow, I was not expecting this to be the outcome. There's probably a lot.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's why I'm laughing. My, geez, where do I start? Um, The most (laughs) surprising thing would probably be that like okay two big things so with being a person who just thrives on stability the most surprising thing is that like I'm now yes obviously I want stability still but I'm okay with knowing that my work that I'm doing um could fluctuate or whatever it may be um income wise and I'm gonna be okay. I was just always so like scared of that. And I'm honestly surprised and how well I have adjusted. It's taken time, granted, but I am surprised with how well I've adjusted and like that I made it through that because that was something that really held me back for a really long time. Um and another the thing is just not really a surprise I guess, but just how like fulfilling it truly is when you finally let go of, like I said, the one thing that was kind of holding me back, which was the stable paycheck at like managing the gyms. And it just like lets me see that, like how much I truly do enjoy what I'm doing and how much like I just love it. And it just like even made me grow in a sense that like, this is it, like this is what I should be doing. Um, So I couldn't really say like a surprise, but it just is surprising that like I've realized it that much more, if that makes sense. And it just makes it it, all worth it. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. And that's, that's, I think you said something very important there is like the, the craving of, you know, wanting stability. It, it holds you back from, I think like purpose, right? Like, right. And from, from like real fulfillment, right? Because, you know, when when you're managing the gym and you can find fulfillment, you can find purpose in that, like, oh, I'm I'm providing people with a a good environment to work out and you know, I get to train some people on the side, but there's a little bit more of an element of being like, I can actually uh be in control of my own destiny, you know what I mean? And I think that's that's like such an exciting thing, and it's it's getting past that little hump. And like you said, like you ha- like you you we're so good at being like be as it was happening. I know this is going to take time. I know this is going to be hard, but like I'm experiencing even a little bit of fulfillment from it right now. And I think if I put more time into it, I'll get more out of it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Uh And so like nourishes you, you know what I mean? It's, it's scary, but it also like nourishes you at the same time, you know? Yeah. Um, that's exactly. I love that's that.
1: perfect.
0: <laughs> I love that. That's, that's so good. Um And then talk to me just a little bit about like, um, how people can get in touch and uh, stuff like that. Like they want to learn more, if they want to ask you questions, like maybe they listen and they're like, oh my gosh, I manage a gym too. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I want to go from in person to online. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Help me. Um, they could definitely <laughs> have questions and I would love to, uh, to be able to point them in the right direction.
1: Yeah. So um, you can find me on Instagram. It's kclementi four. Um and then obviously like Facebook. I do have a pretty good like Facebook following there. It's just Katie Clemente and then also the physique development Instagram page at physique development underscore. And then the physique development dot com website. Um there's yeah, those are all my little shameless plugs there. You can find me on anything there and if you have any questions, just uh, like you said, I'll be help happy to help out.
0: <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I, I think like this is such a cool episode because uh, I mean, it's crazy. Cause like you, you, like you said, you, you switch from being a manager at that gym to in person, like not that long ago. And so you've like really been able to make those jumps. And I think it's, it's very inspiring for people to be like, okay, like if I go for it and I focus on those relationships, I can do it too. You know, I, I think that's, that's amazing. And, and I'm so happy you came on. Uh, you absolutely crushed it.
1: Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I was really nervous, but you did.
0: (laughs) No problem. You did did great. (laughs) (laughs) You did awesome.